0: Welcome to episode 23 of Define Normal. This week, it's a solo episode. If you didn't know, May 31st was my birthday, so I spent most of the weekend celebrating that, and I thought for the solo episode, so for my birthday, I turned 28, and for the solo episode, I thought I would go through a list of things I've learned in my 28 years on the planet. So stay tuned for a journey. of <laughs> The list of things I've learned, some of them I'll explain, some of them are self-explanatory, but let's get into them. So the first one is being respected is more important than being liked. I think that we all focus way too much on who likes us and who thinks what. I think being liked is fleeting. Um, You know, even the people who love you the most, even the people who love you the most dislike you sometimes. So I think it's just way more important to have that basis of respect than people liking you because, like I said, it's fleeting. Number two, how your life feels is more important than it looks. I mean, I've had social media since middle school, since we were taking grow selfies with my digital camera in my lime green room so I basically grew up online and I think we spent a lot of time posting and in hopes that like a guy we like sees it or a girl you like sees it and and just like the perception of what people think of you and it's just like how your life feels, how you wake up feeling, is way more important than what it looks like. I know that it's fun to like, curate your Instagram and show cool things that you're doing, but people really focus on it more than they should and just like how your life feels is way more important than all of that. So remember that when you're obsessing over Instagram. <laughs> Number three is to cherish family time. I think this is a COVID lesson for me. The older I get, the less time I make for um, family time outside of scheduled times. So thinking like the holidays or you know, major birthdays, I really don't go home um, outside of those. And so I spent most of the pandemic with my parents and it's really opened my eyes as life goes back to normal, how I should spend more time with my family, not just my parents, my grandparents, my sister, my uncles, aunts, just like spending more time with people and hearing about their day to day. I mean, even cousins who I haven't seen, we've just been in touch more over the pandemic. So really making that time to prioritize family, even though I have a crazy social life and work life like I have a whole family that I should spend more time with uh, number four is that there's power and vulnerability this one is really hard for me I'm not really big on sharing my emotions with people if I feel like I'm gonna cry I uh, leave the room or I just try not to cry I'm like really embarrassed by crying so you know it's been hard for me to share my feelings and I'm really upset and I think This year, just because we've all had such an up and down in our feelings, I've had so many vulnerable conversations with friends, and I really have been able to see just the power of being vulnerable and how close it's brought me to my friends. I mean, some of my friends know more about me than they probably have uh, learned in the past decade, which is scary, but I was on FaceTime with a friend, and and we were on some emotional topic, and, and we both were crying at one point, and it was just like, you know, that's not something I would typically do, but I just feel that... The power of vulnerability just keeps showing up for me, so I want everyone to get more comfortable sharing more of themselves and not always having to seem like they have it all together. Number five is there's nothing wrong with going to therapy. Um, I live in New York normally, and a lot of my friends are, have go to therapy or have been going to therapy since they were children, and it's not as normalized where I'm from, and so as I talk about my therapy journey with my friends in Ohio um, who don't really see therapists, it's just kind of normalizing it right like I think there's so much to gain from talking to a non-biased party about your life and it doesn't have to be anything traumatic it could just be like talking about your inner thoughts how you feel and it's been really helpful to me so definitely want to destigmatize therapy and want more people to go number six learn how to cook cooking is always going to be better than going out to eat it might not in the moment but like I feel 100% better after I make a meal then when I seamless something or Uber eat something and I'm like, oh, I really want to bone the swings and now I feel lethargic on the couch after I ate them. Like, just, just learn how to cook. Have a few basics in your arsenal that you can pull out um, and you'll be happy. Just go to Trader Joe's, make some stuff, call it a day. Number seven, prioritize experiences. I love an outfit or like a new gadget or just like, I mean, new stuff, whatever. Like on Instagram every day, I'm almost convinced to buy something, but I'm really big on spending my money on experiences, whether or whether that be like a trip with friends or um, a concert. I mean, I love a concert. I spend so much money on that. I just bought Lollapalooza tickets. But just prioritize experiences. Those are the things I I think about all the time. I don't think about that shirt I brought a year ago or, you know what I mean? Like the stuff you spend money on, unless it's a big ticket item, it just kind of comes and goes. But those experiences are paramount and you'll be looking at pictures and reminiscing on them forever. So prioritize those. Um, Number eight is making your money work for you. So many people tell me I can't save X amount of money because I don't make X amount of money or I can't do this or I can't do that. But I've been putting money away in my 401k since I graduated college and my first job paid me like 40 grand. So, I mean, I think you have to prioritize saving money because retirement's coming even though we're in our 20s or I'm in my 20s so just prioritize like making sound financial decisions and making your money work for you whether that's investing in like um, a high yield savings account or your 401k or a Roth or it's like buying a home whatever that may be be, find ways to make your money work for you just don't spend it all number nine is ask for help I'm like a really big on doing everything myself and it doesn't always serve me so I think I've learned over the years that there are moments where I need help and I need to depend on people. So in those moments, ask and don't be afraid to ask. People are always willing to help you. Number 10, admit when you're wrong and apologize. Uh, Don't let your pride make situations bigger than they have to be. There are all moments where we mess up and it can be really embarrassing to mess up or hurt someone's feelings and you don't want to have that conversation or maybe you don't see their side, but you really have to learn how to just say you're sorry and that you were wrong, and that you apologize, and what you what you can do to make it better, and how you guys can move forward, it'll save you a lot in your relationships, and you just, I mean, love is stronger than pride, and you just really need to let it go sometimes. Eleven, your parents did the best that they could. It's easy to critique moments when they could have been better or ways that you would have liked for them to behave, but parents had a whole life before they had their children, and they have their own experiences, and their own trauma, and their own life, like good, bad, and ugly, that they carry with them into parenthood, into family. So you just have to give them grace and know that even if it wasn't your ideal, and even if it was your ideal, they did the best they could. So um, cut your parents some slack. Number 12, tell people you love them, from family to platonic friends. Just, you know, when you get off the phone with people and you're leaving their house, I mean, my friends and I, it's so funny, I don't know when we started doing this, but we get off the phone, and we're like, all right, love you, or like, we leave, we tell each other that we love each other. It's just important that people know that you love them because you never know when you know your last moment with someone is and you want people to know how you feel about them. So normalize telling people that you love them, including your parents. Number 13, move your body. I think that we talk about exercise so much tied to weight loss and fitting into certain clothes. But honestly for me it's a big mental thing. I just feel better when I move. The endorphins, I feel accomplished if it's a walk around the block or, you know, a hard exercise class or A 20-minute exercise class, just like getting a good sweat in makes me feel better mentally and physically. So just keep moving, even if it's like a stretch when you wake up. Number 14, just because you want to say it doesn't mean you need to. I think, I mean, I know if you know me, I have a lot of snarky comments. And sometimes I have to think if my snarky comment or call out really adds anything to the conversation. And sometimes I just need to keep my thoughts to myself and instead of being rude to people or you know, sometimes you want to say something to get your point across. Maybe you feel like what your friend's doing is stupid or you don't agree. So you make this like passive aggressive comment and it's just really not helpful. So I think we should all make a habit of sometimes keeping those thoughts internal. Maybe it's not what you would do, but that also doesn't mean it needs to be said. 15 is stand up for yourself. As my mom said in the episode I did with her, like in January, I have no issue standing up for myself. But what I've learned is not everyone is good at standing up for themselves. So that's, I wanted to include it on the list. Be your advocate. I mean, I think there's a lot of connotation with standing up for yourself in confrontation. It doesn't have to be that. It goes back to respect, like how you carry yourself, what you'll tolerate and just making people know like you're not a doormat. I think it's important as we get older to show people like what you believe in and and what you stand for. Number 16, you can say no. There doesn't have to be an excuse or or alternative plans. You're allowed to just say no and walk away. As I get older, when people ask me to do things, I'm less enthused. The closer I get to 30, the more I just want to sit on my couch sometimes. And the answer is no, you know? And maybe I don't want to go out and drink, or maybe I just don't feel like getting dinner, and I just want to, like, sit at my house and scroll Twitter. And I feel like I felt like this, and I know friends have shared with me, that you have to make an excuse. You're like, oh, like... have to wake up early tomorrow or oh like I went to dinner last night but like, you can just say no you can just say would love to catch up in a couple weeks I'm just not feeling it tonight I'm tired or like work was really crazy or I'm just not in a good headspace whatever the reason may be my show is on whatever you're allowed to say no so say no 17 taking risks can be scary but they're often so worth it I quit my first job out of college without a job I moved to New York City with two suitcases and slept on my college roommate's couch. Shout out to Natalie. And people were looking at me like I was crazy. They're like, why would you? You had a good job. You lived in a city. Why would you leave? And I knew I wanted to. I didn't know what the plan was. I just know that's what I wanted to do. And you know, now I've lived in New York for years. I have a job in tech and all is going well. So <laughs> I just think take the risks that you want to take. I mean, there are risks I still need to take. So... I definitely that one resonates with me. Just keep taking risks and, and don't let people take, talk you out of them. Your intuition knows what's best and you will figure it out. Number 18, pay attention to how you feel around people. I think we all get in the habit of just like sometimes being in certain crowds because we should be or we feel like we have to be, whether they be new friends or old friends. And I, I really challenge you and myself to think about how you feel around people. I mean, the best relationships leave me feeling energized and, and excited and challenged, but there are ones that drain me. And I feel like the relationships are rooted in gossip and they're rooted in jealousy and they're rooted in just nothing of substance. And so I encourage everyone to think about how they feel when they're around people and pick relationships that make you feel great and make you feel loved and people who are just truly there for you. Don't pick friends just because of optics or you think you should be friends or whatever reason. Number 19, put your phone down sometimes. I hate when I'm hanging out with someone and I feel like they're not listening to me because they're constantly texting. Please don't be that person. I'm busy and I know that's annoying. Everyone says that, but I'm busy and if I've chosen to hang out with you, it's because I want to and I'm excited and I want to hear about your life and I want you to hear about the things I'm sharing And if you're on the phone the whole time, and I've been this person, if you're, like, scrolling Twitter, scrolling Instagram, half-listening, texting your significant other, like, it's lame. Like, don't do that. Give people your undivided attention. Um, I think we underestimate how many of us actually need that and cherish that when we feel that we're listened to. So be that for someone. Don't be the distracted friend who came to hang out, but, like, won't stop staring at social media. You can do that when you're alone. Number 20, give people grace. You never know what people are going through. I think we're really hard on each other and we're really hard on ourselves. There's so many moments where people have disappointed me or let me down and I felt, you know, upset about their actions. And after making time to talk to them or making space for them to explain themselves, you know, I've understood that they're going through something or they didn't understand my point of view or just I needed to give them grace. So I, I encourage us all to, give people grace and learn what they're going through before you jump down their throats. Number 21, don't make your job your identity. It's cool to work for a cool company. I'm really lucky. I've spent most of my career um, interning and working at like some of the most interesting and huge companies in the US and globally, but it's not my whole identity. There's so many things that are interesting about me outside of my job and I had to learn that and I watched other friends learn that. So I encourage you to not make your company your identity. You're special without where you work. The reason they want you to work there is because you're special. So really hone in on on what makes you you and and what you bring to the company instead of what they bring to you. 22, spend some time reflecting. I like to journal. Um, My mom journaled when she was younger and in her 20s and A friend of mine bought me a journal and I love writing in it and just kind of like writing down some quick thoughts. I also journal my notes up on my phone, just reflecting. It doesn't have to be anything deep. It could be like leaving an interaction and you write how you felt about it, reflecting on your goals, writing down things you want to do. Just it could be very simple, but it's awesome to look back and and realize the progression and kind of just see where your head was at because otherwise those thoughts can be fleeting and you can't remember. So I love the idea of journaling. Number 23, ask questions. I used to be afraid to ask questions mostly because sometimes you feel like an idiot when you're in a room and you're the only one who has something to say. But I've learned so much from other people asking questions. And I've also realized that the question you have, you're not the only one in the room who has it. You might just be the only one in the room who will speak up. So be that person who asks questions. Don't be afraid to look dumb. Often really awesome conversations spark from those, com- or from those questions. So ask them. Number 24, be open to feedback. It's hard and it feels personal, but it makes you better, both at work and in your personal life. Um, I have learned so much from getting feedback in a work environment, and I've also learned so much from giving it. And in personal life, when people give you feedback, it feels very personal, but people just want you to be better. And I also think you don't have to absorb every piece of feedback that you receive. Sometimes you'll get feedback from someone saying that, you know, you were disrespectful or you were this or you were that and you don't feel that you have behaved that way, while the feedback's nice, you don't have to absorb and take on everything that's given to you. It doesn't mean it's an ultimate truth, but it's just a good temperature read to see how people are feeling and how you're being perceived. So take the feedback, think about it and see how you can improve and see if you agree and you see what this, where those people are coming from. I think feedback, as we say, is a gift. Number 25, go to the dentist. I really hate it there, but go. Um, It's one of those things that, you know, people go to the doctor and people maybe go to therapists, but like the dentist is a place we kind of hate, but go there. 26, do not have important conversations over text. Oftentimes tone gets misconstrued. You don't have the gift of immediate response. Like people get to think about what they're saying and it becomes kind of a game and very anxiety ridden. And you can't hear how the person feels, like just don't do it. It might be really tempting. Do not break up with someone over a text. Don't address a big issue over a text. Shoot them a text that says, Can I call you? That's always a good idea. And you guys maybe can discuss what you want to talk about, but definitely do not have the conversation via text message. 27, you can change your mind. There are so many things I thought in my early 20s or even in my teenage years to be true that are not necessarily true at 28. So don't be afraid to change your mind. You're going to keep evolving. I'm not even hopefully halfway through life. So I just, there's so much more to be seen and it's okay to feel one way and the next day feel another. 28 and the last one, don't compare yourself to anyone. Your journey is just yours. Uh, When your family and friends do awesome things, clap for them. Even if you feel like you're sad because it's not your time or you haven't accomplished that big thing you want to do yet, karma is real. And so just be happy for people I promise your time is coming and whatever you give to the world, you get back tenfold. So just don't compare yourself and be happy for everyone. And I can, I will continue to learn lessons and share them with you, but cheers to 28 years. Those are my birthday thoughts. Thank you for listening to another episode of Define Normal. If you like the episode or have any feedback for me, please leave a review on the Apple Podcast app. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram at Define Normal. See you next week.